Hello everyone, welcome to the Joking Dolphin Gaming Pod. Hi Mark, and as always, I'm joined by Matthew. Yeah, hello. And Nathan. Howdy. Oh, we yeah, okay, lads. A lot better than I was last time. You don't <laughs> realise how good it feels to feel normal. It's amazing. Hungover. Yeah. Not hungover. <laughs> Ill. Man flu. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But that recording of you, Ill will be there for positivity for all the time. Yeah, that's it. So you just remember the good times. Exactly. <laughs> Right, where shall we where where shall we start? Should we start with something mildly amusing but stupid, or something just awful? I like the amusing stuff first. Yeah, then, start, then, start then we can move on to the awful. Yeah. Okay, GTA trilogy. Oh god, <laughs> definitive edition. Yep. I thought we were going so for the good thing first, not the awful. Mm. <laughs> yeah. What is amusing? Yeah. yeah. What's so for those who. I've been living under a rock. The GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition got released and it came out to scathing reviews. Is it, is it something like 0.5 on Metacritic? Yeah. Metacritic? Metacritic. <laughs> Metacritic. It's a 0.5 rating. I, I saw a 0.4 at one point. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was an Xbox version, wasn't it? I think. Oh, or something like that. Well. But yes, either way, terrible. Good good for the PlayStation owners then. <laughs> Point, no point. So, one, should, we, should we just run through a few of the issues that have been found? I mean, Ooh, found. We just, we, well, discu- well, that just stands out, put it that way. Um, not I mean, graf- graphically, it just looks <laughs> not that great. The character models look, but a lot of people seem to co- uh, compare them to like Sims characters. Yeah. I like, see, I think, I think a lot of it seems to come from the San Andreas side of stuff. Yes. Because like oh, I think a lot of the when it, when it was marketed advertised, a lot of it was about GTA 3 and GTA Vice C. They seem to be not so much on San Andreas, and I think we can see why now. <laughs> yeah, but the other two certainly do have their problems. Oh but yeah, San Andreas does seem to have taken most of the brunt of the stuff. Mm. There's bits where CJ is like floating above water when he's supposed to be swimming. It's like half his body's outside the water. When you make him fat, you know, because you could eat and make him chubby, couldn't you? Yeah. His top half and his bottom half were separated. On his body. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then there's the sausage fingers. Did you see that? The, the hot dog sausage fingers. Oh, I've not seen sausage Yeah. So it's like massive oh, fingers. It's like Freddy Krueger, but with sausage fingers. Oh, no. Yeah. I've seen like the, yeah. The rain. I saw oh, the rain. rain. That's absolutely terrible. I thought I had epilepsy when I first saw it. It was it was insane. Yeah. So it's that, just like... that mission where you got to drive in the dark with the rain. What? Hmm. So basically, it's just like white streaks constantly going across the screen. It's it's as if the rain is just overlaid on the screen. It's not yeah. an actual thing. It's like they're mm-hmm. just chucked static on the screen in front of the well, game. That's it. If you can they, imagine static, like a, that's it. They're thrown on like a PNG and just like loops yeah. it on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, there's this video where they were flying and then the rain stopped and they started going back upwards. So it was like going reverse rain. <laughs> it was just... Oh, no. Stupid. They knew it was crap, so they tried to reverse it. Yeah, and then there's just like simple design decisions, isn't there? Like um, the draw distance. So obviously you're wanting increasing draw distance generally is a good thing. But mm. in, for instance, San Andreas, it's not a good thing because it makes the whole map look incredibly small. So you can stand <laughs> on the top of a building on Los Santos and just see the entire map. Whereas previously you had that fog effect, didn't you? That made it look vast. But this just makes the whole map... Fog was a good idea to keep in, like... yeah, but it it just makes the entire map look ridiculously small. It's just not a good choice. Oh, I've seen the the glitch that was in um, GTA Three. So if you're in a car and you just start wheeling it, 
left to right. Oh, the car, yeah. The car starts widening. <laughs> it starts getting bigger, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So it just like grows the more you wiggle, and suddenly it's just like taking over the entire road. It's just they've left stupid. the car thing. Yeah, they left. There's a lot of things they've left in. Like you'd think we should probably fix yeah. this. Yeah, it's like the floating car. Well, this is they're taking this from the port, haven't they? The port of the uh, the mobile, oh, mobile version, yes, yeah. which were bad in themselves. And they, this is just exasperated the problem, hasn't it? Mm. I mean, um, I never, I never thought a game would look, make Cyberpunk look good when it first released, but this is giving it a run for its money. The thing is, this game was just a license to print money, wasn't it? It's just like how, yeah. how could, how could you people mix this love up? these games, and this is just souring it for people. Had, I mean, had almost pitch perfect games. All you had to do was just graphically enhance them, improve the, you know, the shooting and all that. Give us the, give us the same well. music. And off you go. But yeah, it's just all gone to plan. Well, it? wasn't there? Um, there was recent someone did like a, a day of mine of, of, of it on PC, yeah, and apparently this. it was like it's, there's loads of files that you could find there. Like all the supposedly unlicensed music is yeah. there. Um, it was just the, game. Yeah, yeah, it's just hidden. Um, the the hot coffee. Yes. Mod the hot coffee but was still there. Is still there. Uh, <laughs> It's it's crazy how how like unprofessional they've been over this. This is whole thing. street games. Yeah. What a terrible. You think this would be an easy win for Rockstar? Yeah. You know, everyone wants these games. Bring them back to modern port, uh, you know, modern consoles, and away you go. But it's just been a massive L instead. <laughs> I just want to look at the oh, So this was um Take Two CEO Strauss Zelnick said these earlier this year. These comments. And we don't just port titles over we actually take the time to do the very best job we can making the title different for the new release for the new technology that we're launching it on so we improve the technology we improve the we upgrade the visuals and we make performance enhancements and that's why i think i remastered titles typically do so well <laughs> good job that's, that, Next. that's that's aged well hasn't it yeah and uh i've just read some user reviews as well which were great okay so this is it. This is the end of Rockstar. This is just too much. This is unacceptable on so many levels. I can't even find the right words. I don't think it's the end of Rockstar. I think that's stupid so <laughs> much. But, yeah. But, uh, this so-called definitive edition is one of the wor- uh, one of the most pathetic remasters of all time, especially considering how amazing Rockstar used to be. They were the top. They were the best there ever was. They showed other developers what can be done. I just can't believe that the end of Rockstar would be like this. Again, it's not the end of Rockstar. Well, <laughs> Jermaine. <laughs> And this is actually a key point in this one. It says, a game that is so undercooked that they didn't release copies to the press for reviews. That is something that there was, a, there was an embargo, wasn't there? Of reviews. Mm. Well, I mean, every game has an embargo. Um, sometimes it's before the release date. Some well, yeah, this... like to have it on the release date. But, no, but this was late. It, it, it's just with well, the game it is. It's just very surprising that they would have it so late. Mm. You think people would be excited about it. They'd, they'd let viewers. Anyway. Uh, this is my favourite one. Though. It says, Rockstar has clearly looked at CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077 and said, hold my beer while I curl a bigger turd out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. mm. I mean, they're not wrong. Let's no. face it. I think, um, I think they, they did sort of come out recently and sort of apologise for the, the yes. state of the, the games. Um, they, they have released, I think, a patch already, which apparently fixes... Ring, yeah, I've got the statement, here. which is, I suppose, good. So, they have said, so I think this was posted was it yesterday, I think, or might be dead. Yeah, no, it says, I think it's just... hi everyone, 
We want to provide an update regarding the unexpected technical issues that came to light as part of the launch of GTA, the trilogy, Definitive Edition. Unexpected? Come on, they must have looked at the game. Exactly. One playthrough would have probably brought out all the errors. No, it it runs surprisingly well. (laughs) Yes. Firstly, we want to sincerely apologise to everyone who has encountered issues playing these games. Yeah. Uh, the Grand Theft Auto series and the games that make up this iconic trilogy are as special to us as we know they are to fans around the world. The updated versions of these classic games did not launch in a state that meets our standards of quality. All the standards our fans have come to expect. Well, duh. Quite obvious. We have ongoing plans to address the technical issues and to improve each game going forward. With each planned update, the games will reach the level of quality that they deserve to be. This is, this is something that's happening more in games now, is that they're releasing crap games and then coming out and saying oh we're going to continually update them delay it just delay it no you know, it. just give us a finished game yeah because they're taking your money first and then saying oh now we'll give you a proper game i hate it a new title update is on the way in the coming days this is that you were talking about uh, four versions of gta the, the trilogy the divinity edition that will address a number of issues we'll update everyone as soon as it is live in the meantime, it pains us to mention that we are hearing reports of members of the development team being harassed on social media. We would kindly ask our community to please maintain a respectful and civil discourse around this release as we work through these issues. Yeah, I mean, we can agree on that. Some people do like to take things too, so, too far. Mm-hmm. While one of the goals on the Definitive Editions was to allow players to enjoy these games on modern platforms for many years to come, we also understand that some of you would still like to have the previous classic versions available for purchase. We will be adding the classic PPC versions of GTA 3, GTA San Andreas and Vice City uh, back to the Rockstar store shortly as a bundle. Additionally, everyone who has purchased this edition from the Rockstar store through June 30th, 2022 will receive these classic versions in the Rockstar Games launcher library at no additional cost. We'll update everyone as soon as these are back in the Rockstar store. Once again, we'd like to thank everyone for the patience and understanding whilst we work through these updates to ensure these games meet everyone's justifiable high standards. Sincerely, Rockstar Games. I mean, it's took them long enough to actually come out of a comment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's just not good enough. It just isn't good enough. I'm just, I'm sick of no, time I mean, this sort of stuff. For a company of their stature, for this to happen, it's, it just sullies the goodwill yeah. that they've built in making these previous games. And anyone that was excited for it is now just totally um, disenfranchised with it. Like, I were really looking forward to getting my hands on this and playing San Andreas, but it seems like that's yeah. the worst one. And now I'm thinking, do I even want to buy it? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not buying this anytime soon. It's just insane. No. This is just ridiculous. Oh, have you heard that the, um, you know, before this got this got announced, hmm. Take-Two started taking down, like, mods for the, the original GTA trilogy. Because, hmm. and that sparked the thought that they were going to remake it, remaster it, so... That has started happening with mods for GTA 4 now. So people are now starting to think that they're going to be remastering GTA 4. What's your thoughts on that? <laughs> well, if it's anything like this, please don't. Yeah. yeah. If if they take their time properly with it um, and they update sort of the, the shoe mechanics and drone mechanics from GTA 5, then... Okay, yeah, maybe. But those things that weren't even in this trilogy thing, no, shooter mechanics, it's, it's still pants. It's, it was nothing like anything in GTA V, the shooter really? mechanics in this trilogy. No, it's, it's still pretty pants. Well, what's the point then of saying that? Yeah, it's just <sighs> poor. But the only the only um, positive about the GTA IV one is that that was never a, a mobile port. 
<laughs> so they can't take a terrible version and make it worse. Yeah, that's true. You can only make the original take the original version and make it worse. It's not like it was. Which mm. may happen. Please don't rebuild it from the ground up. Mm. Okay. Shall we move on to the uh the awful stuff? I mean that is uh, bad, but this is like genuinely bad. Yay, I love feeling worse. Yeah. <laughs> so there's been revelations in terms of Activision Blizzard. So we spoke about this a number of times. Not good. So the Wall Street Journal put out a column, basically a scathing indictment of the company. And there was just a few highlights of it. So one of the co-editors of it uh, posted this uh, tweet out, which just covers a few of the basics that were in the actual article. Mm-hmm. And the big one is that Activision CEO Bobby Kotick told an employee he would have her killed. Uh, he kept an exec from being fired after a sexual harassment claim. Uh, since California filed suit against Activision Blizzard in July, the company has received more than 500 internal reports of sexual harassment, assault, and other issues. It's been facing an EEOC investigation and a new SEC investigation has been reported. Soon after being appointed to co-head one of Activision's most successful units, Blizzard, longtime exec Jen O'Neill, so this was one of the two, so they promoted two people, didn't they? A man and a woman yeah. to the head yeah. of Blizzard. And Jen O'Neill is one of them. I said, uh, long-time exec Jen O'Neill sent a scathing internal email saying she didn't think leadership could fix the culture problems. She said she had been sexually harassed and wanted to resign. Under Kotick, Activision's game students were allowed to operate on their own, creating cultures that a spokeswoman told us led to some employees conducting themselves in truly regrettable ways. Employees were told to keep quiet, even as the sent out laudatory farewell notes. Uh, we've looked at dozens of internal documents and spoken to many, many people over these months. A story like this isn't possible without incredible sources. We can't thank you enough for your bravery. And then this, throughout the day, this, there was continual updates. But mm. uh, these are mainly from Jason Shrive, you know, reporter from Bloomberg, who we've mentioned on this before. Uh, his, his first update says, as, as Activision Blizzard stock plummets this morning, I mean, that's unsurprising, the company is on the defensive. In a statement to Bloomberg, a spokesperson says the Wall Street Journal presents an inaccurate and misleading view of the company and Kotick and ignores important changes. What changes? Yeah. Uh, a second update. It says Bobby Kotick is doubling down. In a video sent to employees this morning, passed along to me, he attacked the Wall Street Journal article and defended Activision. And he said, anyone who doubts my conviction to be the most welcoming and inclusive workplace doesn't really appreciate how important this is to me. Not sure we believe that. And then third update. This is Activision Blizzard employees say they're launching a walkout today in the wake of the Wall Street Journal article detailing CEO Bob Kotick's knowledge of sexual misconduct and harassment of the company. They're demanding that Kotick be replaced. Next update says more than 100 people are on the walkout at Blizzard's campus in Irvine, California to demand Bob Kotick's resignation. Attendees tell Bloomberg an impressive number considering it was called two hours ago and most employees are working from home. And then the final update says... Activision Blizzard shareholders call on CEO Bobby Kotick to resign and the board's two longest-serving directors, Brian Kelly and Robert Morgado, to retire by December 31st. The shareholders sent a letter to the board of directors this morning. Mm. So, yeah, if... I don't know if wants to go and read that Wall Street Journal article. It's pretty damning. I mean, what we know so far is pretty damning, but this is taking it even further. But mm. it's fairly lengthy, so go and read that. But, yeah, threatening to have someone killed. Um, that's that's another level now, isn't it? Mm. I mean, these are accusations, you know. Yeah. Can't say the, no, can't say no, the truth. No. But yeah, I mean, it's just pretty. Something's got to be done here. I mean, it's just where do we go? It's 
nothing seems to surprise me anymore with this entire thing. Yeah, it's coming that way, isn't it? It's just, yeah. Yeah. You feel like you've sort of reached the top of the mountain and then you realise you've only hit, like, the smallest peak of it. There's still, yeah. like, a lot of... Yeah, there was that thing about the... Um, there was the employee who committed suicide, wasn't there? Yeah. It's just like, yeah. that's awful. And then now we've got... Yeah, you, put, you put that into context with what we know now. It's just like, Jesus, what is... What is happening in that company? I think they just need How? to clean... They need to clean house from top to bottom. Like, from the... All the directors and everything, they just need to go. I just don't understand how any company could go, like, could have people like this. Yeah. I mean, like, well, at the time of recording, that um, Bobby Kotick's still there. Yeah. Seems to be planting his feet quite deeply in. Oh, yeah, he's doubling down. He's he's, he's not budging. Doubling, like, tripling. Well, the shareholders aren't going to like that, because from last year, the stock's down by 17.8%. Mm. Mm. He needs to get out. He needs to be, needs to be pushed. Yeah, poshed, shoved, just just get bulldozed. I don't give him a massive payout either, you know. Oh no, he's going to get that. Is that payout. Of course, he's going to get that. He's going to get yeah. the payout. <laughs> I mean, it's it's got to a point. I was um I was reading a couple of extra stuff that I think, um I think privately, but it has been so known, it's been laid, made known to the public that the the heads of uh, Sony and Xbox are expressing um not good feelings about it and yeah. uh, are kind of reviewing their current um i suppose partnership with activision yeah, at the moment that's what's so like, mm. yeah Phil, um, reviewing their partnership yeah. so if you've got two two heads of like you know the your biggest customers rethinking about your partnership with you then something's something's not right yeah, yeah. that will be the shareholders oh yeah that'll ruin me more and then Nintendo swoops in and gets the exclusive for Activision games. That's mm. never going to happen. The next DLC for Call of Duty exclusive on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> for a year. And then it comes out of the KFC console. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's probably the only console to be able to sell the games on there. Does that even get released? Anyway, we're going, we're going off a tangent here. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's bad. Bad. Something seriously needs to happen. All right, anything else? Any, we got anything less awful? Well, I suppose to follow up with with the less awful um, for Activision, uh, <laughs> it, it was reported by, I believe it was Video Game Chronicles, VGC. It was reported that Call of Duty Vanguard um, has had the weakest launch for a Call of Duty game in the last 14 years. Um, already have kind of fallen 40% from the previous Call of Duty. Was that UK? That was UK. So they've only got numbers so far for the UK. Um, but the UK is kind of probably maybe the second well, biggest market for Call of Duty, yeah. isn't it? So um, it's still a massive drop. Yeah. It is a massive drop, yeah. Um, apparently the only, the only Call of Duty to have launched um, not as well than Vanguard was the original Modern Warfare. So it's a bit weird though because I mean I, I, clearly I think it's dropped because of well partly because of what we've just been speaking about. Yeah, but it's a bit odd because I think anybody who has actually played Vanguard seems to consider it like one of the best launches of a COD game as um, in terms of its content and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I think in, in terms of the con content, um, game mechanics, how it feels, um, the servers, it definitely has one of the 
strongest launches for a Call of Duty title. So I don't know what it could be. I don't know whether there could be a number of factors going towards it. Maybe maybe the World War Two going back there um, has put some people off. Maybe the the bear that came. Could be. Um, uh, I know the bay wasn't received too well, um, but I mean they did sort of clean up it a lot from it. Better than another first-person shooter. Recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Vanguard does still have like the second biggest launch in the UK this year. Mm. Um, maybe no surprises what could be number one, but it's an EA title to do with Madden. Yes. Yeah, obviously yes. Madden. Madden. Yes. You know, we, we love our... Massive man in the UK. We love our American football over here in the UK. Um, Too fair we do. So. Do we? Maybe, maybe Mark does. Um, <laughs> no, it was, it was yeah. FIFA. Yeah, it was FIFA. Interesting. Um, could be could also be down to fatigue. You know, that, yeah, that... it could well be. How many, how many games? About 20 plus? Cause in, the, in, in the end, it's just like, when you start releasing something every year, it's, it happened to be Assassin's Creed, didn't it? When they start releasing them. Yeah. Every year. Well, that's why they took a year out eventually, didn't they? Because the quality yeah. was going down. Then, did they come back? Was it Origins they came back with after that failure? Yeah, came out Origins. Um, I think a year after it was Odyssey. Odyssey, yeah. I think they took a year out after that, and then it was Valhalla, I think. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Something like that. So, And I think they're doing something similar again with Infinity coming out. 2023, I think it's reported. Something like that, I think so, yeah. Got off a bit of a tangent there, but yeah, not, not looking good for Call of Duty. But if you want, do you want to talk about something successful, uh, so Forza Horizon 5 is the biggest Xbox Studios game launch. So initially it was 4.5 billion, that's probably gone up now. Mm. So that, that was the initial, but yeah, that's, pretty, that's received good reviews. No. Mm. Oh, that's good. Well, it's, it's always been like a, a solid um, franchise for um, the Forza one, isn't it? So, you know, you're yeah. going to get quality out of it. Yeah, they do seem to be well made. I really enjoy the Horizon games more than the motorsport ones, personally. I just love like the exploration mm. side and yeah, yeah. just the variation in different races that you can do rather than just the yeah. same Tracks style off. ones. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, it's, it's, got, it's got like a, an arcade. More of an arcade style to it rather than still yeah. like the pure simulation like the Forza Motorsport yeah. series. So, Xbox had their 20th anniversary celebration event. Mm. Um, has anybody seen this? I did. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, I, I caught all the highlights though. So. Mm. I um, I really enjoyed the opening because they did like the console openings from the Xbox to the Xbox Series X at the beginning, so that was quite nostalgic. Um, especially the 360 one for me, that was pretty pretty nice to see. Even though I've only switched my 360 on about two weeks ago, but anyway, it was still good. <laughs> nostalgic from two weeks ago. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, those were days. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was it was quite nice. It, uh, a bit of a nice change of pace, to be honest, because normally these events are all about the games, but this seemed to be all about the Xbox community as a whole and yeah. more about this documentary that they're going to be releasing in December. Ooh which I do quite like the look of. So what they're going to be doing is there's going to be a six-part documentary about the creation of the Xbox. Um, so it looks like it's going to be a really good insight into the creation of the console and what hurdles um, the Xbox team had to go through to actually get this console to launch. Um, for some reason, Snoop Dogg were there. The, um, <laughs> he had like a five-second cameo. Why not? 
Yeah, yeah why not? Because it's everywhere. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, it's going to be called Power On, the story of Xbox. And it's going to be releasing on the 13th of December this year. They, wasn't, they weren't really too sure about what platforms it was going to be on. They said it was going to be on certain platforms, but they never even mentioned which ones. So I'm sure we'll find that out soon. But I thought that was really good to see. And I'm looking forward to watching it. Did you have any thoughts on that, Mark? No. No? I'll be honest, okay. I can't remember the, the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember The Rock some, talking about some vaults and he kept talking about Red Notice, the film. And clearly yeah, that's advertising. it. Yeah, that's it. He came in like... Just comes in, <clears> here's <throat> my film. Halfway through. Yeah, this is it. This is the <laughs> film that I'm going to be pushing. It's like some giveaway thing, wasn't it? Yeah. So there was like loads of oh, game passes and... In there... Um... Are they doing some sort of competition about like um, someone did like a painting of like yeah of the rock with it of the rock yeah. with like the very yeah. first Xbox because he was yeah. there like a three like when they were launching it yeah yeah because they replayed that uh, segment of like him and um, Bill Gates having a little backwards and forwards and you could tell like he was reading it off a teleprompter like he doesn't know anything about CPUs or anything like that but it <laughs> it was fun to see anyway it was good. Um, yeah, so they was they were doing like loads of like old um, showcases and interviews. So they were like mixing it in with a load of old clips, which were nice to see, including The Rock. Um, and they had like a segment with like online friends like meeting each other, so people that like oh, yeah. met on Xbox, yeah. and then they finally like come together and met each other. So that was quite heartwarming. And then they came up with a segment that says mistakes were made. And in my heart, I was like. Are they going to talk about the Red Ring of Death? No, of course they're not. It was just five minutes of people blowing themselves up on like Fortnite and yeah. Halo and various other games. And it reminded me a lot of myself, to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that was pretty fun to watch. I think that Red Ring thing is going to be covered in the documentary, though, isn't it? I think mm. they mentioned it. Briefly, I was, yeah. was going to ask on that with the documentary. Is that just purely on the first console? Is it like the whole history of Xbox? Well, it's about the it's, creation of Xbox, so I, I imagine it's probably leading to the first. I'm guessing. Okay. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see. And then they came out and said that they've um, they've worked with over 70 games to make them backwards compatible um, on your Xbox Series X so and S, I presume, some of them. So that's going to be 70 games from the Xbox and the 360 that you can play, including Max Payne. And there's a there's a list on the Xbox website if anybody wants to see that. So, but I'm all for backwards compatibility. It just makes it easier for people to play old games if they want to. So that's good. There's going to be a series coming out, the Halo series coming out in 2022 mm. that they showcased. Mm. Now they didn't show us a lot. They just showed. Is it John? Yeah, Mr. John. Yeah, yeah. putting on his putting on his helmet, and that was pretty much about it. Yeah. That's all you need, though. That's yeah. All. That's all you that's, need. That's the whole series. That's just, that's all you need. <laughs> yeah. So that's coming in 2022. And then finally, um, they dropped a bomb on us and they said that season one of the Halo Infinite multiplayer is available right now to download and play. And from what I've heard so far, it's, it's been getting pretty good reviews. People are enjoying it. Mm. Well, I hear. Oh, should we talk about a couple of delays? No, we love delays. Hmm. So, the new Saints Row game. It has been delayed. Delayed? <laughs> it's been delayed. It's been delayed from February the 25th uh, next year, obviously, to August the 23rd next year. Wow. That's quite, that's quite a delay. All six months. Hmm. 
Well, they did get a bit of backlash from from it, so I wonder if they're revamping it a bit more, making some changes. Well, hmm. I think the backlash wasn't necessarily about anything within the game, was it? It was more just kind of the style of it and how it looked. But they've said they're not going to change anything in terms of that, like Good. the type of game or the story or anything like that. They should be allowed to tell the game that they want in more style. Yeah. No, they've got to give in to the public pressure. <laughs> Unless it's like Sonic the Hedgehog style kind of bad, then okay, we can argue on that. <laughs> but we've already established that delays are good. So yes. if they want to do it, fine. Plenty of things to play. Mm-hmm. And there's one other delay, it's quite a significant one. The Steam Deck has been oh. delayed by two months. No, uh, that's not too bad. Yeah, it's not a massive delay, but no. they put out a statement that says, the launch of Steam Deck will be delayed by two months. We're sorry about this. We did our best to work around the global supply chain issues, but due to material shortages, components aren't reaching our manufacturing facilities in time mm. for us to meet our initial launch. So basically, yeah, that's just out to trust. Yeah, there. that sounds about right. That's, that's fair enough. But it's not a massive delay, I guess. Uh, don't worry too much about that one. I would like to add to your list of delays that I've got. Oh, go on. I've had me something, go on. Yeah, um, so uh, there was a game that we talked about uh, quite a while ago now. I think you might remember it. It's called Six Days in Fallujah. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. So apparently, yeah. yeah. So apparently that's been pushed back. Um, all they've said is it's been delayed to Q4 2022. Mm. Um, not that I think anyone here is really looking forward to it, but... It's not my initial, let's put it that way. No, really. yeah. <laughs> It's on the delay list, so I thought I'd mention it. Um, a couple of others. Um, Capcom announced that Pragmata, uh, that was showed off. Was that, was that a, a state of play, I think? Something like that? Or it was E3? I don't remember that one. You don't remember that one? It was the, it was one with the, the, the girl and the astronaut, kind of. Oh, the sp- yeah, I remember that one. I think it was E3, that one. Yeah. Um, it's It looked very, like, if you didn't think it was Capcom, you probably thought like Kojima probably made it or something. Oh, the guy, the person looked like Ludens. Yeah. 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 No, I remember, I remember. Um, yeah. So that's been delayed entirely into 2023. Um, that was scheduled for next year, but unfortunately they've had to push that back an entire year. Um, and then one other small thing that has been delayed um, has been um, the new Pacific map for Call of Duty Warzone. Um, apparently that was scheduled. It's scheduled, I think, still on some some sometime end of November, I think it was. But now that's been pushed back to December the eighth. Do you know what's also been released on December the eighth? Halo. Halo. Yes. Halo Infinite. Funny that. So. Hmm. <laughs> Good timing. <laughs> planned. Totally planned. Yeah. Mm. These dastardly. Possibly get it out any earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not trying to take your attention away. Does it call you just on a... Is it free weekend or something? This weekend? Yeah. Uh, not a free weekend. There was three, was two three... weeks, I think. Oh, is it two weeks? Mm-hmm. Mm, I think so. so. And that's convenient about what came out this time. Mm. Battlefield. But that's, yes. got, that's got its own problems. So. Well... Mm. <laughs> but I had problems with that with the beta, so... It's no surprise to me. Mm. So... Industry insider Jeff Grubb has been speaking about the new, do you remember the new Star Wars title that is believed to be coming from Quantic Dream? He believes it's going to be called Star Wars Eclipse. 
and it's going to be ready. It's ready to be announced soon before the end of the year. So this is led to speculation that it's going to be at the Game Awards. Uh, and Grubb has also mentioned that he believes it takes place during the High Republic era, which was a time of peace 200 years before the prequel trilogy. Something different. Mm-hmm. If that's true, it might be completely wrong. Who knows? But food for thought. Well, yeah. I mean, the um, I think this era was made for like um, sort of a placeholder between kind of what, what we know in the movies and then also what Bioware did with their... Um, Old Republic sort of era. Yeah. So, I thought it could be interesting. See what, what quantum... Quantum dream. dream. Yeah, I was about to say quantum realm, then, but <laughs> we'll, we'll see what they can do with uh, with Star Wars license. Still unsure about that choice of developer, but we mm. shall see. Well, I want to have a talk about a meme, because you know I love my memes. So, Ultra Instinct Shaggy is going to be part of the new Warren Brothers Smash clone, the most powerful guy in the universe. And the person mm. that's going to be voice, doing the voice for him is Matthew Lillard, that was the guy that did the um, Scooby-Doo films. So that's going to be good. So he's going to be reprising his role as Shaggy. That's nice. That's nice for um, Warner Brothers to, uh, Warner Brothers to, to recognise that he's, he's still very dedicated to his character. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, I did get like. I don't uh, seem very happy with it, but <laughs> I think Mark's a bit indifferent to it. Um, yeah, not not happy. It's just <laughs> not happy. Not just, sad, just, yeah. just don't uh, understand his power. That's all. Yeah. yeah. What did you say it was called? Oh. Ultra Instinct Ultra Shaggy. So, What's that? So Ultra Instinct oh. is it's a Dragon Ball reference. Oh, so I wish I had asked now. Basically, <laughs> Goku has got a power where he can fight without moving. And right. that meme kind of transferred its way over to Shaggy for some reason. Okay. So sh- to make Shaggy like on par with Goku, which had, in reality would never actually happen, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah. But anyway, um, they've just given into it and said, right, this is Shaggy. Right. Well, if it, well, I'll, I'll finish it off. The light. It was officially announced. The the game. We did talk yeah. about it so in the last podcast. There was leaks and stuff, and, and now Nathan's just shown a picture of Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Yeah, a number of characters that were, were confirmed as as through the leak. Uh, I think that we talked about it last last podcast. So it looks, it does look actually kind of fun. The gameplay looks a bit slow though, compared to like a the Smash Brothers and Nickelodeon one. Yeah, it does. That's it does. Frames <laughs> still to be dropping. I'm, mm. I'm just watching Shaggy punch Superman here, and he does... Um... Yeah, there we go. So, I wanted to kind of bring this background from uh, our sort of Star Wars talk, um, because there was an article that came out from BGC, again, um, and also from the word of journalist Tom Henderson, uh, that apparently DICE had pitched an idea to EA to make a sequel to Star Wars Battlefront 2 controversial game that came out i think is is a fair word to say um mm-hmm. but i do think once kind of that kind of died down and they started regularly adding content to the game i do think it was it, it was much improved um especially with the first game um 
think it's a game it's... to go back onto. I think as a group, yeah, you go back on it. Well, I, I, every now and then I'll go back to it. And it's still, it's still just like I have a fun did, time with it. Did you get it, Nath? I did, yeah. Often you haven't played it, or any? <laughs> no. Time on it. No, well, never mind. It's just like just one that's sitting there waiting for the we need to. Um, we need to. Well, I'd definitely give it a go. Another, another one added to the list. We should play, the list and then all we do is should play, and then. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Dice pitched um, a sequel to it, um, but only uh, EA sort of shut them down. Apparently, due to the actual cost of the Star Wars license. Um, so according to them, um, it, a normal game, if, if they make sales, that's fine. If you add the Star Wars license onto it, apparently you need to make 20% more in sales just to cover that license. Right. Which sounds a lot when you think about it. So, um, According to the article, DICE is now working on a new Battlefield game, separate from the one that just released this Friday that just went past, I think. So, A new one already? Instead of fixing yeah, it, yeah, just come out. Yeah, one already. Um, well, they've got. I think they've got like quite a few different studios there. So, because there's there's a different studio that worked on Battlefield Hardline, mm-hmm. if you can somehow remember it. Um, I not that very not. memorable, if I'm honest. But that's my opinion. He had, he had uh, one decent moment in the campaign. That's when you you jumped out of a building. Wanna grow up? I just remember that single goal. Just remember that because it was like it being in Die Hard when he. Ties the fire. Oh, yeah. It's a bit like that. Oh. That's the only bit I remember the whole game. <laughs> remember something yeah, about the... co- like, like cops or something like that, weren't it? Yeah. Well, the multiplayer was like cops v robbers. Oh, I, I never played the multiplayer. Because. Um, it wasn't that. Anyway. That's, uh, it's, it's a bit of a shame because I feel like if if Dice were given sort of another go and like proper reigns, no, no, like stupid loot boxes or anything like that. I think they could do a really good job with it. Mm. But AA will always be EA, so... It's, to be honest, it's probably for the better that license, the Star Wars licenses have started to go into other studios, though. No, that's good. Yeah, it's good. Well, I mean, we saw Squadrons that was made by... Uh... But see, it, yeah, I just think, though, it's like, they seem to have, in the latter stages, they seem to have actually put out some good games. Oh, well, yeah. Since there's yeah. Fallen Order yeah, as well. Fallen Order. Um, they're looking to make a sequel to that, so yeah. they can make good Star Wars games if they want. If to. they don't, yeah, if they don't hunker down the developer with silly microtransactions. Mm. <laughs> Adapt everywhere that nobody wants to see. So recently, uh, there was some concept art from I'm not sure who the artist was. I unfortunately didn't catch the name. Um, but Kansai went up. For what looked to be a sequel to Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah, that's all this. So from from the little news that we kind of knew about, it was going to be made by um, the Warner Brothers Montreal, Montreal. Studio, yeah. who made um, Arkham Origins. Origin. And the, so the concept art, you've got kind of um, I think a couple of pieces of uh, a, a very kind of rundown Gotham City. Um, you kind of see Wayne Industries in not too good a nick. Um, and then there were some characters that were showed off. So you had uh, an old-looking Two-Face. Um, you had Poison Ivy, which I'm not sure how that would work in that universe, considering she's separate 
did something in a previous <laughs> game. It almost went spoilerific. Uh, <laughs> if you can't, already know if you can't repeat, read between the lines on that one, then. Yeah. She did something <laughs> and went away. Um, and then there was like a, there was a black mask, but female, which is an interesting concept for black mask. Um, an oldish-looking Dick Grayson, um, a gorilla, go- uh, gorilla Grod. I was going to say God then. Um, and then like a lot of, uh, two different variants of a bat bike, um, which could have been quite interesting actually, um, biking around an old Gotham City. Um, and then there was there was some others that were there as well, where there was like a first look at what Damien Wayne's Batman would like. So apparently in this in this game you would have played as Damien Wayne taking over his his father who went away uh, (laughs) in the last game. Um, But there was also a constant art of this went-away Bruce Wayne as well, an old-looking Bruce Wayne in his Batsuit. Sounds like this could have been an interesting game. I will say, um, Damien Wayne's Batsuit is very reminiscent of the Batman Beyond suit. Yeah. But it could have been cool, you know, you know, but... Nope, instead they're uh, now working on Gotham Knights, which also looks good. I'll, I'll not, I'll not oh, knock it just yet. So, hmm? I think it's got back in it as well, hasn't it? Yeah, I think there's at one point Red Hood. One of the, one of the trailers will, yeah. Interesting to see what we could have had. I'll uh, I'll finish off on, on a, bit of a, a bit of a negative note for, um, for the, I suppose, broadcasting, streaming um, area of, of gaming. Um, so Streamlabs, who is sort of a, an open broadcaster software platform. So they recently came out with an announcement of a new product that they call Streamlabs Studios. So this would be sort of a, a platform that you'd use on, on consoles, so like Xbox, PlayStation, and you'd be able to use it like a, a capture card, but on the cloud. So that sounds like it'd be you know, pretty cool. Um, save money for people who would buy capture cards for their consoles and that because it's it usually it's a, it's a pretty good way to then use it to stream and be able to like personalize the stream whereas like you know if you try to stream directly f- with twitch on consoles you get very limited um customization options basically mm-hmm. um but they've couldn't come under um hot bother shall we say um from uh, a rival company called Livestream. Um, and basically why they've done this is that Lightstream essentially does the same thing as the Streamlabs studios, but the website that advertises the studios is nigh on identical to Lightstream's website. Like almost text, layouts of images, um, all like the, the information of like what it does and stuff is nigh on identical. No, I'm looking at it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you see it, it is like practically like you just copied and paste, basically. <laughs> it's really, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Um, so they've had to kind of like come out and basically apologize. The, the only difference I can see is uh, the Streamlabs one. He's got like a a purple circle in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not good. Um, so yeah, so like live stream basically went on Twitter. Oh, it's bad. Is, All the things even say the same things. <laughs> this is no good. Um, and then that's essentially then kicked off like almost like a chain reaction um, of like other similar um, 
software companies kind of coming out against Streamlabs. So like, um, so Streamlabs, um, I suppose recording software on PC is called Streamlabs OBS, which is very similar to the very first company who kind of started this all off, who is also called OBS. Can I see the similarities there? So um, apparently they went on Twitter as well, OBS. They were like, so when Streamlabs were doing their software, they wanted to use the OBS name and contacted OBS to kind of, I suppose, ask permission to use the OBS. They came back to them and said, no, could you not? We like don't use this name. So they just went, all right, and then just kind of did it anyway, and then filed the trademark for the name as well. <laughs> so they're in a lot of hot bother there as well. Um, <laughs> apparently, they've got something else out as well, Streamlabs. I mean, it's called some like Stream Deck. Um, yeah. And that's already very similar to what El Gato has, which is also called Stream Deck. <laughs> and you can kind of see where this is all going. <laughs> um, it's not good. And apparently a lot of um, big streamers that use Streamlabs have kind of come out on Twitter and just gone, if you don't resolve this, we'll just move. It's um, it's not good. There's no good for Streamlabs. <laughs> that website, though, is just horribly, just like you have just copied and pissed. <laughs> I'm just looking at this now. It... It's just a word. It's, it's so <laughs> bad. It's so bad. Level up it... your, well, one says Xbox and PlayStation streams, the other one says console streams. They're just like the bits of the middle. It's just how does it work in three things, and then cloud capture for console streams. Is is oh god. Wow. It's terrible. It's really bad. Just just be original. That's all I'm gonna <laughs> you say. Think, you think that like how big of an well, industry? Well, in, in fairness, they did put that big circle in the background. I'll give them that. True. No, yeah, it's, it's, you know, makes it stand out. Because that yeah. makes it okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, should should use that in future uh, plagiarism stuff. Just take some put a big purple circle on it. Shall we move on to what we're currently playing? Yeah, why not? Took your time there. Well, Nathan's not saying anything yet, so... Yeah, go on, Nathan. You speak Oh, oh yeah, go on then. What are you playing? I'll speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Fortnite. Matthew, what are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing uh, Fortnite. So... As you may know, on the 16th of November, something very special happened in the Fortnite world. Mm. They announced Naruto characters, which automatically pushes Fortnite to be the best game of the year. <laughs> in my esteemed opinion. So uh, anyway, I've never I've never purchased any V Bucks before, but I just had to do it. Just when I when I saw the Naruto packages. I, I can see Mark losing the will to live, but don't worry, don't worry, Matt, between us, we'll kill him off. Yes. So, yeah, so there's a few different packages. Uh, there was one in particular that I, I purchased. There's another one that I need to get, but anyway, I'll I'll get there eventually. <laughs> so, so. Sorry, Mark's put on mute. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> so the, the package that I've bought so far is the Naruto plus Kakashi bundle. Uh, for 2,100 V-Bucks. That's the one that I went for. And there's also a Sasuke and Sakura bundle for 2,200. And then there's a General Gear bundle for 1,500. There's a Kurama Glider, which I need to get. I think Mark's going to have an aneurysm. 
You're just you're just saying words. It's just I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> But yeah, I think once I get the Kurama Glider, I'll be happy. I'll be content because mm. I've got Naruto um, because when you get the packages, they come with different forms of the characters. So I've got Naruto in his Shippuden state and then I've got Hokage and Naruto that I could use as well. And then you've got Kakashi in his Anbu Black Ops days with and without the mask, which is pretty cool. And then you've got the old, the, like the, when he first became like leader of Team 7, Kakashi as well, which is pretty cool and they get a few other things in the bundles but yeah i've um there's also what they also did is there's a um a hidden leaf village adventure map that you can play where you do different challenges and things and that's pretty fun even though the people that were in my lobby were absolute arseholes and kept some chucking paint at me while i was trying to take <laughs> pictures of the hokage monument and the hokage office and all the stuff that i wanted to do everyone started <laughs> ruining it for me but Apart from that, I had a nice time. I've not got into do like a, um, I've not done like proper Fortnite Battle Royale yet because I'm waiting to get that Kuruma Glider so I can have the full experience of floating down to the map as Naruto and shooting people with a gun. So yeah, how have you found it, Matt? I've I've quite enjoyed what they've done. So I've I've ended up kind of buying all, all the bundles because I'm I'm an idiot. And Mr. Money Money. Money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think, as you mentioned, kind of Naruto and um, Kakashi, the Sakura one, um, she's got like her outfit in Shippuden and then her, I suppose, sort of mom outfit in from Boruto. Oh, yeah. But they did smell a little bit different with Sasuke. He's, gone a lot, he's not got like different skins, but you can change his his left eye. So you know, like his right, his right eye's always got the um, Sharingan. Sharingan, but you can change his left eye to either match up with his Sharingan, or have the Renegan. Oh yeah, so you can have his EMS version, or you can yeah. have his Renegan. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Some of the emotes are kind of cool as well. You've got like the one where they sat on the stool and eating ramen. Hmm. Or there's another one where you can do the like Shadow uh, thing. No, the summoning one, yeah. Um, which is fun, because like, once the pack came out, there was a meme going around where kind of Nuro starts doing that, and then he just like whips a gun out and like shoots. <laughs> <laughs> I've, seen some so, of them, I've seen some of that on TikTok where people doing that, and then they just yeah, shoot somebody. that's kind of funny. So, <laughs> um, and then, yeah, like the adventure map's pretty cool. So I've like I've completed it, so there's... there's all the challenges. Yeah. yeah. So you do quests for like each of the character, which ends up unlocking some sort of like artwork and a bit of like history behind the Naruto franchise and that. Um, and you get taken to some different places as well. So like I think the one that you complete for Kakashi takes you to the um, the Chunin qualifying tournament. So you know oh, yeah. on the the hands, the hands that are doing the symbol thing. Yeah, the, the preliminary rounds before yeah. you get to the big tournament. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of cool. And then there's there's one that takes you to the the valley of the end. The end. That's it. Yeah. Which is really cool as well, and then there's a there's sort of a special one once you've done all the quests. But I kind of want to spoil that. I kind of want you to sort of experience that one. But it's really cool. I really liked it. So yeah, no, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed the Naruto event. But I, I need to start. I need to start playing the the normal battle now and just going around and and just Naruto running everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which uh, which character have you picked to go with? Have you gone with Sasuke? Um, or? I just went with normal Naruto. Ah, right. I just thought I'd, I'd, I'd try that initially. But I do have, like, um, loadouts. Mm-hmm. 
made for like Naruto and, and Sasuke and um, Kakashi as well. I need to make one yeah. for Sakura. Oh, cool. One um, one thing that I didn't realise when this first came out, what they've also done is they've done like this origami set. So you can go to fortnite.com forward slash cosplay and then in there you can download like templates so you can do you can make origami versions of Team 7. So Naruto, Sasuke, Sakura and Kakashi, you can do like little origami versions, which are pretty cool. So I might um, I might download them later and print them out and have a little go. Hopefully they won't look like melty people, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm really hyped for it, and yeah, I'm just looking forward to getting into it and eventually getting all the stuff that I want. Cool. So, yeah. If that doesn't convince me to play that, I don't know what will. Well, Naruto is your favourite <laughs> anime, Mark, so you've got to yeah, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. You watched that episode, you, Mark? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I am planning on doing it, but just the method you've sent to me is just, I can't watch it on TV, can I? Yeah. I don't want to huddle around the computer watching it. What was the method? Was it Crunchyroll? You I think do... so. What method did you send it to me? I don't know. If Nathan's saying I thought like, you had to subscribe to Crunchyroll. No, you don't. Oh, fair enough. That's okay. that's only for like... Anyway. Um... Talk about yeah. that later. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. In addition to Fortnite, I've been playing Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, so this came out on Friday. Did you ever receive your special edition one, Matt? Have you got that? Yes, it came yesterday. Have you played it? No. Oh, okay. Right. Unlucky. Why? <laughs> no, um, so I I got Brilliant Diamond and oh, Shining Pearl. Shining Pearl, that's it. Thanks, Matt. Um, so me and uh, me and Lisa have been playing it. So I I picked the diamond version. She she got given pearl because I like diamond better because I've got more nostalgia for that version of the game. So I picked Turtwig as my very nice Matt as he holds up the um, the collector's tin. Yeah, I just got the normal ones. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I've got a Turtwig and I've called him Twiggy, and I've also got Shinks that I call Sparky. So I, I've renamed the Pokemon that I've got so far. Oh, and I've also got a Geodude. Guess what he's called? Dude? Nope, The Rock. I feel like I should have seen that coming. Anyway. <laughs> and then I did catch a Psyduck, and I called him Derp Duck. But anyway, he's in the box anyway. He's been relegated. What? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. There's a few gripes that I've got with it, but it's... In terms of like the way it's playing and the graphical style, the little chibi art style, it's everything that I wanted it to be. The music is spot on. It plays really well. You get the, well, I think this was in the original, you get the running shoes really early on. Mm. You've also got XP share from the very beginning. So that's that's, that's a change that they've made. I know it does make it quite easy because all your party just gets powered up way too easily, in my opinion. But... Anyway, that's what the way that Pokemon's going now. XP share for everybody. One of the things that I don't like as much is that when you're selecting moves or you're doing pretty much anything, you can't really use size and touchscreen at all. So you still have to use the controls. So what? Because mm-hmm. I'll I'll level with you. I read a pack of port scratchings. And I just want to click on a move to like attack while well, I'm in my port scratchings and I couldn't do it. I'm like, this is annoying, so I had to use the Joy-Con to select the attack I wanted and do it that way. And I got port scratching dust on my Switch. But anyway, that's it. I know. Oh, It'd be awful yeah. to get out. Um, it's all but, right. You're speaking to someone who's put oranges in their 
PS5 controllers. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and with good company then. But yeah, so that's one of the gripes I've got with it is that for me, you can't utilize the touch element as much as I think you should be able to. Maybe they'll come out with a patch or something in the future, potentially, to let you do that, which would be good. Also, if you've played any of the previous games, uh, let's go Eevee and let's go Pikachu or Sword and Shield. Yeah. The game will realize that you played those on that Switch that you're on and you'll get um, a version of Mew and Jirachi for playing each of those games really early on. You get them at level one, so you will have to level them up, but it's free legendary, so that's pretty cool. Mm. So because I'm playing it on my OLED, I've not played them games on my Switch, so I've got nothing. But Lisa's there, she's got both of them, and she's loading <laughs> over me, like leveling a Mew up, and she's not even got a first batch yet. But anyway, that's um, that's that. But yeah, I've, I've put about two and a half hours into it so far. Just enjoying it so much. I can't wait for you to play it, um, Matt. I think you're going to love it. And, yeah. Do you know what your starter's going to be yet? I was going to go with Pin. Is it Pinup? Oh, Piplup. Piplup, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's pin what. Pinup. Sorry. <laughs> That's... That's something else, mate. <laughs> All That's... right, calm down. PG. So, yeah. I, yeah, I do think you're going to enjoy it, Matt. So, I'm looking forward to you playing that. Other than those two games, last weekend uh, I went to Comic-Con, so they had a, a section, like a video game section within the um, within the event, and they had pretty much every console you could ever want to play set up. They had um, all the microcomputers from the 80s as well, so they had the Commodore 64, the ZX Spectrum, all them set up with different games, so I had fun playing those. They had like a little... They had a coding area where kids could like learn to code and stuff, which I thought were quite cool. That was nice to see. Um, and then they had a room with like I'd say more modern consoles, but anything from PS1 um, up to the 360. Uh, they even had a, um, a Famicom in there as well, which was pretty cool because I never actually played with one of them um, before. But yeah, I'll, I'll just rattle off a few of the games that I did play while I were there. So I played Ridge Racer, Tempest 2000, Tekken 4. Funny story about Tekken 4, I got my arse handed to me by a noob, someone that never played it before. They um, they played oh, with Christy, I think it was well, That's Christy. what they told you. Well, that's it, yeah, probably. I've never played this before, and they're just like throwing out combos. and. Yeah, that's it. I'm like, what is going on? They're just spinning on their head, kicking me, and like, I, there's nothing that I could do. Anyway. So that happened. Um, I played Daytona USA on the Saturn. That's always good. Pac-Man, which I realised I was terrible at, I thought it was better. Like, I actually struggled to get to the third stage on it for some reason. Anyway, and then I also played Time Splitters 2 on the PS2, which is always a good time because I do really enjoy Time Splitters. But yeah, they're just a few of the games that I played and I had a fantastic time. Already got my tickets booked for next year. So, yeah. I shall move this on to Matthew. What have you been playing? To me, right? So, outside of the Fortnite stuff, only really two games, maybe predictable. So, uh, I went back on to Phasmophobia with the group that I play on, on PC, and we decided to decide to give um, the Nightmare uh, difficulty um, a try, see, see what that was like. Didn't go well, predictably, possibly. So, <laughs> so it sounds like the, you were asking for trouble there. Probably, yeah. 
So with the the nightmare um, difficulty, there's practically, or at least the the map that we played on, which is like one of the first ones, um, where there's like literally just one floor, not many rooms, so you can sort of find out where the ghost's room is pretty quickly. But they reduced the, as Nathan shows off his shiny Shinx on Pokemon Go, there wasn't there wasn't many hiding places. Like they, they block most of them off. You can only find like one hiding spot in this like um, in this like um, cupboard thing basically. So when uh, when when the hunt kind of well when the hunt started the first time around the ghost hunt, I was on my own in the house. So I went straight into into the cupboard, kind of hid in, and you meant to sort of hold the door closed. Now you can't just let them be closed by yourself. You gotta hold them yourself. But like the ghost kind of, I heard the footsteps walk past, opened the other door, carried on walking, and then like towards the end, he opened my door, and I could see him sort of stood over me, and I thought he was, I, like I was dead at that point. But I must have like caught into a glitch or something, because like it just kind of stood there and just did nothing for like a couple of seconds, and then the hunt ended. So I was like, that sounds even more terrifying. <laughs> it wasn't yeah, great. You're too pathetic to kill. Me, like, S my pants was was probably done quite a few times in that. But a little later on, um, I hadn't started again. But all three of us were in were in the house at this point, so we all kind of went into into the, this one cupboard that we could only hide in. And then one by one, it opened like it opened the door, and we we got really confused because. I didn't realize my friend had died, but I kind of died second. And then immediately, like my, my like my third friend died as well. And we'd kind of gone that like in nightmare modes, not well, in modes prior to nightmare. So like from amateurs to professional. Once the hunt, uh, once the ghost kind of catches someone, that ends the hunt, and that's kind of it. But nightmare, it doesn't end the hunt; it just extends it. But it seems kind of just jump straight from one to me to me rather than uh, from him to me to him rather than like killing someone having like five seconds and then continuing the hunt it just kind of it just like moved through us very quickly so that didn't go very well <laughs> um and it also hides one of the evidence types as well so you have to kind of guess one of them based on the ghost's like behavior which is very difficult so didn't go very well, but we had fun, and uh, it's it's good that they've they've kind of added this into the game because it, it really extends the game's sort of lifespan now. So kind of just waiting to see what what else they'll um, they'll do in the future, really, because I think they can do some really good stuff with the game, especially if put on console. If it's put on console, then I'm getting you two to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if it's a physical edition, I'll definitely be on that. If they do, they do it in VR as well. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> right outside of that then the only other game that i've been playing way too much of has been um call of duty vanguard i believe last podcast you'd completed campaign mark yes and i hadn't at that point whereas now i have gone through the campaign and i think it's, it's a it's a really good campaign i think it's, it's one of the better, better ones for call of duty i like the story they're told of the of the vanguard kind of group paul richard so i'll say on that bit harsh really confused about kind of because the first mission there's six of you and so by the end of it there's not six of you 
not strong. <laughs> yes. Far too much, but Call of Duty does love its. People die. Yeah, Call of Duty does love its its shock value deaths. Um, every every iteration, I think, pretty much since Call of Duty Modern it's, Warfare. It's literally not a shock anymore, is it? No, yeah, it's just like. I mean, it's brutal. It's a brutal way of dying. But I kind of there's there just kind of just seems no story about this one guy that you play for one yeah, mission. Just, a <laughs> just like ah, oh, we'll we'll forget about him, even yeah. though he's apparently part of this elite squad. <laughs> but the story they told for the other four was was really well done. I do think I do think uh, I'm an, I'm in agreement that probably the strongest mission for myself was Lady Nightingale. Just having to sort of stealth your way through most of it was was quite challenging. So, but no, campaign was fun. Like to see where they go with it, especially at the end with with its links to Project Efa, um, which is links to Zombies mod and further into Cold War. So I think there was another project as well, but I forgot what it was called. There's so. one thing about that final mission. That, that, I don't want to spoil anything too much, but in the final mission towards the end, you get a choice to do a thing. You probably remember what it is. Yes. Yeah. Right. right. Now, did you do the thing or not the thing? I didn't do the thing. I didn't do the thing anyway to do it, but the game just decided I'm going to do the thing anyway. Did that happen with you as well? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I, I don't care what you're going to do, because we're going to yeah, do it anyway. We're going to do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bit weird, but anyway. I won't say anything more about that. <laughs> well, I, might well, try it. I might have to try again and do the thing, see if I... Yeah, see if it doesn't do the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm, who knows? What's, what's who knows? I was no, going to really. say, if I eventually get to this, I will do the thing. Oh, yeah, we'll just win to Nathan. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's definitely a Nathan thing. I'll, yeah, it'll it'd be that. a thing you'd do anyway. So, yeah, it's, oh. it's, it's, it's a Nathan thing. <laughs> it's a Nathan. Yeah, so complete the campaign. Doing, so going back through individual missions to do some of the um, trophies on it. Because I, I want to see... I, I, I'd like to plan them at Call of Duty for once. I got pretty close with Black Ops Cold War, but then... That was the PS4 version, and for some reason, when moving up to the PS5, those uh, those trophies don't move up with you, so you have to like start again. And I was just like, oh, okay. Um, is it just because this campaign doesn't have a collectibles, does it? Which is unusual. No, oh, yeah, this seems to be like usually it's like Intel or something that you collect along the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, Cold War had it, uh, had like collectibles, I think, um, or at least in some missions. And there's normally, there's normally, well, actually, I, I don't, did Modern Warfare have it? I don't know if Modern Warfare had it. I can't remember Modern Warfare, but, like, typically in Call of Duty campaigns, there's, like, items to collect that have, like, some sort of history to, to the characters or, or the, the mission. And you don't have it in this one. But there are some, some challenging uh, achievements in there. There's one, like, this in the desert one that you have to get through the desert with your two desert yeah, rats without being spot. spotted. Yeah, and that's very difficult because if you try and hide around a corner in somewhere, the AI decides to shift you out of your hiding spot because it wants to hide there itself, and then you're stood in, like in the doorway in front of everyone. <laughs> that was so frustrating doing that mission because they just kept on like they kept on moving, they didn't stand still. Yeah, yeah and they yeah. just kept on like moving into you, so you're like, uh, what the like, stop pushing, stop, <laughs> please. So. We'll, we'll see if I can somehow do that one. But no, I've just been hammering the, the multiplayer. Uh, just, I, really, I really like this multiplayer. It's quite enjoyable. I, I think the the addition of the, the three different sets of like tactical assault and blitz versions 
has really added a lot to it. I think that's something that I'd like to see Call of Duty kind of implement going forward. Yeah, it's quite a simple change, isn't it? But yeah, it's simple, but it's I don't know. It, it just makes each then each map like different feel bit, yeah. fresh and different. Like you're not doing the same thing. Like having six players in the map compared to twelve players is like suddenly yeah. adds like a dynamic that you wouldn't think changes too much, but it just goes from like mental to absolutely crazy. So yeah, no, really enjoy it. And if Sledgehammer is somehow listens to this podcast, please add war. I just give me war. <laughs> yeah. It was your best mode in World War Two. That's all I want. Just give me war, and I'll be happy. <laughs> I can't see it happening there, but. Well, you never know. You know, they they added new modes in. It's in gonna the be last focus on Warzone, though, isn't it? That's their thing there. Well, Raven will be. Raven takes over Warzone, so if they can leave Sledgehammer to Vanguard and add some new stuff, that'd be cool. But anyway, that's what I've been playing. So how about you, Mark? Well, I'll just continue with Vanguard because obviously I've been playing that. And uh, but I've been playing because they introduced shipment last Wednesday. Um, now I know you two are I, I know you two aren't massive on shipment, if I remember rightly. But I love it. I just embrace the chaos because it's just madness. And no. yeah. No, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's an easy way to level up your guns. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. There's you you also want to refound a, a a spawn glitch on there. Of course it is. It's shipment. It's always spawn glitches. They they manage. So you know they they've they've got nukes in in Vanguard. So it's a, it's normally like a 25 kill streak that you get, and it yeah. immediately ends the game. They managed to get a double nuke. They got 50 kills without dying. Oh shit! That's ship. very impressive. <laughs> very impressive. But it's it's a spawn glitch. It's you know one of the do you know one of the sides where you've got like that V kind of hidden sort of bit in between two boxes and people can spawn in, in between the the kind of gap i'll, I'll have to I'll, show I'll you the, 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 the twitter the oh stuff. yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah there's certain you know you know like certain v's that you can hide into yeah, so. yeah 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 i know what you mean. um guy was just like hunkered there and guys just kept on spawning in front of him he's like shoot 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 <laughs> 50 kills later double nuke <laughs> like christ but this, this surprises me because everyone just seems to start using like artillery barrages on that. And surely that should... Oh, the mortar barrage is ridiculous. That is insane on that level. It lasts like 30 seconds and it just... It murders the, the area they you throw in. Whatever comes to it. It lasts too long. I think that needs to be nerfed. Yeah, I, I would I would say like 15 seconds is probably but, enough. To be honest, I, th- I think if they had like a shipment playlist because it, it they added shipment 24-7. So I just... Was hammering on that. Oh, they had a um, what was it? it was they've it changed called it now. Ship Ship House. Yeah, they've changed it. They to had ship that and the Dead yeah. House one. Didn't yeah, they? they put them two together now. But if they just had the shipment twenty four seven, but they just got rid of score streaks or kill streaks, whatever it is, yeah. then that'd be better. Oh, infinitely. just just straight up gunplay would be nice on that. The dogs are very annoying. Yeah. Dogs in general are pretty. <laughs> you can kill them pretty quickly, but like once they're cold in, they always seem to like spawn behind you. Yeah. <laughs> what I don't like is that you, you've got no counter. Is that once they jump on you, that's it, you're dead. I kind of wish it's, you had. It's some... always kind of been like that though. Well, no, but I wish you kind of had a, like a chance. Yeah, to counter there was it. a chance to like. I wish it was kind of like you know in um, Call of Duty for Modern Warfare in one of the campaigns when the dog kind of comes to you, is like yeah. snapping. You had like a, like a quick. Counter 
so that, that'd be cool yeah so anyway that's what i kind of because i played some multiplayer with you as well didn't i and then, yeah, uh, yeah did all right on that but then mm. shipment i love it <laughs> but then other things i played so i've been playing overcooked all you can eat with my brother oh yeah and uh we completed the first game and so we obviously we moved over to overcooked 2 and we, we we noticed some sort of well i don't want to say glitch but maybe a way to cheese the game mm. is that there are some levels it doesn't seem to happen on all, all levels but some levels happen uh, that the timer didn't start till you served your first meal mm. and these were the levels where we were making burgers the level was making burgers mm. so we just made a load of burgers <laughs> I just chucked them all over the place in the buns. So there were there were burgers all over the floor, cooked. There was burgers all over the counters. Oh, and know. so we just we just made tons of them. Easy three like, stars. Yeah, put half yeah. of them at half, so like half of the map was just burgers everywhere. All, all over the place. And then we just served one and then all we had to do was stick cheese in somewhere. And that's it. Nice. Easy. Three stars. Easy. And we, uh, there was another level where we did the same with pizzas as well. So you just have to wait. Start, yeah, cheese tomato pizzas. That's it. Easy. Because we seem to have, we actually had a bit of trouble on the first game, like mm. trying to get the three stars. Whereas this was absolute piece of piddle. This. <laughs> we were literally, literally cheesing it. Overcooked anyway. two, more like overcooked too easy. Exactly. Three. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So we're still playing through that. And then I went back on a game that. Not played for a while, but actually I'm a big fan of, and you are too, Nathan. Uh, I jumped back on Forza Horizon 4 because oh. I realised mm. I kind of not played enough as it of a. I never really played all that much of it. I kind of like I just went on, dosed about, you know, running around the British countryside, yeah. enjoying life and all that. But I realised there's so much stuff that I've not done. Mm. So many cars that apparently I, oh, because part I didn't realise this, but the version I bought was like the one with the DLC. Ultimate car, edition. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. But I've not claimed any of them, apparently. <laughs> but in order to claim them, you have to go to the uh, to the the Forza Festival or whatever it is place yeah. mm. and claim your cars. I had to claim them all individually. There was about 80 cars that I didn't have <laughs> that I, I, I had by the claimable. And then, so I put, claimed each car. I put a livery on them because the, it gives like... It shows you like um, user designed ones. You can mm-hmm. choose one. Some of them are really good. So I was just there selecting which one. And then there's a challenge for taking photographs of a number of cars. I don't know if you've come across that, but uh, like every 20 new cars you photograph, you get, you, you unlock something. Maybe mm-hmm. some credits or another car or something. Mm-hmm. So I spent what turns out to be uh, two hours. <laughs> Just claiming my cars, then putting a livery on them, and then taking a photograph. It took me two hours to claim all my 80 cars. You would love the admin work, though, Mark. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's, yeah, that took a long time. I'm really enjoying it. I'm, cause now I've got around, so there's all those ball, billboard things, aren't there? You know, these yeah, you've got to smash through and get points and stuff. So I've been going around getting the um, fast travel ones. Oh, yeah. So I've, I've just got one left to get so i've down to 200 credits because it costs you money to fast travel otherwise doesn't it yeah like something like six eight grand or something i think 
it might be more than that. And then it knocks 200 credits off, I think, for every board you've knocked down. So now I'm on the last one. So my fast travel now only costs 200 credits, which is good. So I'm trying to go through all of them. And I've bought one of the, the houses. Oh, you finally bought, got a house. I bought, well, I bought a few, but some of them give you like perks, don't they? Yeah. And one of them is fast travel to Eddie Road. So I bought that one. And that cost me two million. Wow. But I realised, you know, um, you have these spins, don't you? You know, these free spins. These... Have you used these spin things? Do you know what Yeah, I'm so um, these wheel spins. when you... When you win when you like a certain up. race or rank up, you yes. get a spin. You can get like cars, credits, houses, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I went on then. Apparently, I've never done it before. I'd like sixty spins to do. <laughs> Jeez. So I spent about. Oh so I spent about forty minutes spinning through there. <laughs> and then I realised I had super spins as well. I had about thirty of them. And super spins are exactly the same. So like, imagine like a slot machine. Uh, yeah, slot machine you just win a, a prize mm. uh, but on the super spin wheel you get three prizes mm. so i had like 30 of them as well so i spent a good chunk of time just doing all my spins as well so as you said nathan i just like doing the admin work basically she's not been playing the game properly have you no <laughs> Now I can play to the fullest. He's got all the yeah, houses, all yeah. the credits he could want, all, the, all cars. the houses, all the fast cars, travel. and the fast, fast traveling. Yeah. I just need to get that one board, and it's free fast travel. So I can go anywhere. So I'm, get, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But I'm, I really want to complete it the, as much as I can. I like the, um, what are they called? The showcase events, I think they're called. Oh, there. Yeah. yeah. The one where you're racing the Flying Scotsman. Have you done that one? Yes. That is great. But I can't beat it. <laughs> Can you not? No, I'm really struggling with that one. I'm getting so close to it. Is that before or after you race the um, hovercraft? I think they come on at the same time, but I did it afterwards. Because mm. that's pretty good as well, the hovercraft one. Yeah, that's fun, that one. But I really enjoyed, like, what I like about this game is that if you put, uh, if you're having the radio station, so you can choose your radio station, there's about five radio stations. Mm-hmm. I like listening to the classical one, classical music one. Yeah, and when it came to me racing the Flying Scotsman, it put Edvard Grieg's in the Hole of the Mountain King on, and I love that tune. And that was just so good listening to that race, the racing the Flying Scotsman. <laughs> it just progressively gets faster as you're racing it. But yeah, I still can't beat that bloody train. All I have to do is catch that damn train. It's but, always the train. Yeah, but I'm gonna try that again. But really enjoying that. I'm gonna go back on that as well. I'm really putting all my hours into that now. But finally, I tried one other thing. And that was the Halo Infinite multiplayer. Now, I didn't spend too long on this. But, so I went on, did the tutorial bit. That was fine. He's just getting into grips with it and all that kind of thing. Looks nice. It's a pretty nice looking game. A lot better than I thought it was going to be. Smooth. Uh, and then I actually jumped into the proper multiplayer games. I only had two games. I'm not very good at it. Yeah. <laughs> but it plays very different to like other first person shooters. It's like it's not like Call of Duty at all. Because the time to kill on this is long. Now that's either a good yeah. yeah. That's either a good or bad thing. Because you have the shields, don't you? So yeah. that's essentially what it is. That's why it takes so long. Uh it's good because 
you can get it feels like you actually get when you get into a gunfight it actually feels like you two are in a proper gunfight it's like who's the first who's going to get a kill as opposed to like call of duty where it's just like you run around a corner bang dead instant death it's just sometimes you feel like you've been bugged occasionally where you don't really feel like in this bad thing about having such a long time to kill is that a lot of the time, you're both just jumping around like that next to each other. Yeah, just trying to, hit just each trying to shoot other. each other. That's uh, that's not like cool. Fortnite, actually, where you're just jumping around trying to get that shot off. Yeah. You get vehicles as well. So the, um, what's it called? That floaty. Ghost. I don't know what it's called. Is that what it's called? Ghost? Yeah. Yeah, go on that. Yeah, it's got the Jeep thing. I don't think it's Warthog, but there's a Jeep. Oh, uh, Banshee, I think? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but no, it's, it's actually all right. But I'm just bad. <laughs> to be honest, I'm just yeah. Well, if you've never played Halo Online before, then it is yeah. is much it's... different to like Call of Duty and Battlefield. I mean, it went terrible. I did manage to get a few kills. It's oh, that's good. But, yeah, it's. I mean, it's 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 enough for me to try and play it again. Mm. Have you have you used the um the the grapple shot yet? Grapple hook. No, no, I haven't. No. Either I've got it and I don't know about it, or we need to collect it. <laughs> I've seen oh, some clips it. online. Some some of the stuff that people do with it is like mental. Like there was a, there was one clip where there's a guy in a in a sorry. So the so the banshee is actually the the covenant flying vehicle. That's right. what the banshee is. And there was this there's a clip where this guy and the other guy that was in it was having like a, a, a almost like a, a like a, a fight to see who gets to on it because like one guy grappled to it and then kicked the guy off the banshee and then he got it and then the other guy just grappled back to it and fought him <laughs> off it and then they were just doing this for like a solid minute or something it was just like it looked funny <laughs> fine who gets the banshee i never came across that but nah. i feel i feel there's like some must be some homing missile devices as well because i've noticed that i, I drove around my vehicle around the corner and the guy who shoots at me suddenly his missile must have gone round the corner and it blew up my jeep. There is, like yeah, that. there is, um, there is that functionality. I think with the normal rocket launchers, but and then just get a elbow to the face as well. That happens a few times. Yeah, yeah, because they are like um, basically like domination. I forgot what they called it in this, but it was like where you're holding three points. Oh yeah. And every time Controls I study, them, I every time I study one. Some guy just came around the corner, just elbowed me in the face. <laughs> it was like, uh, <laughs> thanks. It's usually the thing to do if you're if you're in a close battle, just like get a couple of shots in, and then you just want to run and just like whack him in the face, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's. I've only played a bit of it, but it was good fun. Maybe as a group, it might be even better. I don't know. Yes. As yeah. I say, I've, I've not really played mm-hmm. Halo that much. I'll have to see if I can fathom downloading it, and then uh, might see if we can get, have a go together at some point. But yeah, it's it's free to play. You don't need Game Pass or anything like that. It's, oh, I think it's on it's on Steam. I'll have to look on Steam. Well, if you can, let's we can give it a shot. Yeah. Another to the list of things that we'll say we'll play, but we'll never will. But yeah. yeah. But that's what I've been playing. So, to move on to the question. Yes. Question. So the question is, what video game have you spent the most money on? Let's start with Nathan. <laughs> right, so I have two answers for this. 
I, I've got the, the physical game that I've actually spent the most money on and the game, including any external content that I've spent the most money on. Oh, OK. Oh, so um, first I'll go for the one including the external content. So, so the actual full game that you've bought most expensive. No, no. Oh, this is, so this is the one that includes any like, we'll say DLC and coins okay. and all that kind of stuff. OK. So shockingly, the game that I've spent the most money on in total in my entire life is FIFA 15. <laughs> FIFA 15? Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is when I was going through a phase, a FIFA phase. (laughs) So... One that's never left you, let's be honest. Well, it's it's died a a little bit since I've not been really focusing on Ultimate Team because that was the thing that I was spending the money on. It was the the FIFA coins at the time when you could get them. So, yeah, at the time, it was 2015. I started earning a little bit more money, so I had some more expendable income lucky me and um, in my infinite wisdom i decided to buy spend that money on fifa coins because i was watching people do pack openings on youtube i was watching um, people oh. play fifa on youtube on my lunch it was down the it rabbit was, hole it was taking oh. over my life and i was watching all these youtubers get these sick players not gonna lie i got jealous and i'm like right I all, need the, all the ones that ea paid yeah all the people yep. you're watching with a paid yeah yeah the shills um, and I thought I want I want to get in on this. So for the for pretty much the entire year, I spent a hundred pounds a month on FIFA coins. Oh, you quit a month? Yeah. Oh yeah. A month. Yeah. <laughs> that was my budget for FIFA coins. That honestly, I think one year maybe I hit about two hundred because I got a bonus. I don't feel so bad about mine. Then. <laughs> um, so I bought the game. Yeah. The game itself was like forty quid. I got it on Amazon, and then. I spent probably over twelve hundred, thirteen hundred quid on FIFA coins, so I could get the plays that I wanted. Did you get the plays you wanted? Um, mostly yes. So I, I did get a decent team together. I managed to beat the people that I wanted to beat in terms of people that I knew that were playing the game. So when we had our own like local, not local matches, but matches against each other, I'd win generally, which was good. Made me feel good. And vindicated for that thirteen hundred pounds investment. Um, I got to Division One, um, which was which was good. But yeah, I mean, looking back, I feel sick. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of money. I mean, I know people out there probably spend a ton more, but it's a car that. A, it's a car. A rubbish car. car. A bad car, but it's a car. So yeah, that's the that's the game. I got swept up in the hype. Spent too much money. And that's never going to happen again. Unless Fortnite brings out something else Naruto related, then I might get in on the V-Bucks. But anyway, yeah, that's another thing. So I'll move on to the the game that I've spent the, the most on in terms of monetary value on the item itself uh, without anything external. So I'm fairly shrewd in my game purchasing. I hardly ever buy a game like for full price. Um, but for this game... Because it had the nostalgia, I, I had to pay over what it cost when it first came out, which was a bit sickening to me. It's the first time I've ever done it. Um, but when uh, me, me and my sister and my mum and dad used to go to football, I hated football growing up. And we were in like the family area. Um, I know, fancy that, watching Sheffield Wednesday and not liking it. Um, LAUGHTER and uh, so I used to go down into the concourse and play on PlayStations that we had. Um, and 
there was a particular game that me and my sister would play because we'd just swap controllers and and just play and watch each other. And uh, we'd play Cooler World. Now, about a, a few, well, about, I think it was about between eight and nine months ago, I decided to go back and buy it. And I went and had a look on eBay and it was going for an absolute ton. Like I thought, oh, you, you can pick it up for a tenner. No, you're looking between 70 and 120 quid for a version of it. So luckily I found somebody um, that was willing to sell it me. I did pay about 70 for it, but I got the game that I wanted. 70 quid for Cooler World. 70 quid? That's the most expensive game. Well, it's basically like triple A tiles that. Hmm. I mean, it's, ob- it's obscure. It, yeah, it is, obscure. it's a bit of like a rare game, to be fair. But yeah, that's it. Cooler World. Right, go on, Mark. Well, I'm not going to be able to top that, whatever. Because uh, to be honest, I I, I I don't like spending money on mm. anything. things in games. <laughs> well, anything, yes. yeah. But it's... There's, there's only one I can think of, and it's 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 the obvious one, and that's GTA Online. Oh yeah. <laughs> now you can think of it in a number of ways. One, I've bought the game itself three times because I had the PS3 version, I got the PS4 enhanced version on disc, and then I bought it digitally. So that's one problem there. So that's I don't know how much that costs. I don't know. 150. We'll, we'll just throw that in the air. 150 quid. And then I did a really stupid thing and I bought a shark card. And oh, not just the any, gateway shark not, card. Not just oh, any, got, not just any shark card, but the Megalodon shark card, yes. <laughs> Which is like, what, 55, 60 quid? 60 quid. Something like that. And you, get, and you get 8 million for that. Eight million dollars. In my defence, I did buy it when it was on the the um the thing where you get like an extra half. So it's like you get fifty you get fifty percent extra. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. So you end up getting twelve yeah. million? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I felt awful afterwards. I can't even remember what I, I can't even remember what I I bought with it. To be honest, I really can't even remember. Probably that submarine. <laughs> oh, this was before the submarine time. This was a, this was a long time ago that I did this. This was like back in the early days oh, of online. Did, did the regret come as soon as you purchased it, or did that come later? Uh, it came about a day later. Because <laughs> <laughs> then I realised that the body had gone. <laughs> like, They've oh. actually taken it. What is <laughs> going on? So yeah, I vowed never to do that again. And then I did it again. Did it again? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a moron. Like Britney Spears now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I went bought another Megalodon card. Again, I think this was on the 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 fifty percent extra bit. You think you get such a good deal? Of... That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. But that's 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 it. That's as far as I've that's gone. That's it. That's as much you done. Yeah, that I've only that's. I feel dirty <laughs> for doing that. I really do. I so... I hate myself. Because the amount we've spoken about on this pod about how shark cards are so detestable and awful. It's been all in the secret all And then I've yeah, that's myself. Part, part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, but, why did I bring out GTA 6? Is he's like hoarding the Megalodon yeah, cards. Yeah. Yeah. But I've changed. I've changed as a person. 
changes the price. This, this was a few years ago now, but no. Oh, yeah. I can't. I, can't, I don't think. I, I can't. Don't think I've spent any excessive money on any other game. Mm. From what I can remember. But GT Online. Yeah. I don't <laughs> like this question. It's just making me and Mark feel upset. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> so Matthew. Go oh, on. I'm I'm a good boy. I don't I don't think no. <laughs> so it's almost strange because if I think about it now, I've I've probably got a kind of combination of kind of both you guys, and then like I've spent money on. on you just buy a load of games. That's the thing. <laughs> I do, yeah, I do buy a lot of games as well, but that's not that's not point of this question. Uh, <laughs> so it's been a bit of a difficult one because there's so many. Well, probably yeah. There's, well, I mean, there's the FIFA All Team stuff, so I think it probably may be the same FIFA as well as as Nathan can, because like I think 15, uh, FIFA 15 came out in my sort of first year at at my job, so it was like I have access money, I can spend what I want, <laughs> and um, probably probably went crazy on the All Team as well. Um, I don't think I, I was bad as Nathan or. A, a potential of a colleague that we have that we we probably all used to share at least but it was like at least kind of maybe 50 quid a month i would i would put on all my team i would like i wouldn't go crazy and then they'd be like there'd be months where i'd, I'd just stop and then and then like there'd be a month where they released the the like the game uh, not the game the player of the like year bearings oh, yeah. i'm like i need to get me one of those so I'll just like spend like at least maybe a hundred quid on just trying to get one of them. I didn't get it, but I forgot what the player was actually. I think it was Sergio Ramos. Do you know, yeah. funnily enough, like with all the money I spent, I only got one in form, and it was a crap one that what wasn't going <laughs> was only going for like five thousand coins mm. above the like the sell price where I could discard it at. Yeah. I I got absolutely screwed. <laughs> there, I I did have a period of like um must have been like two or three years of all my team where I did get at least like one player of the year out of each each year. But mm. I feel like as ultimate team just just in general just like over the years I must have pumped in like if I had the price of of the FIFA game as well I must easily must have done like a thousand pounds which I'm not too happy about. I don't feel so bad about mine though. Listen to both of you. But I mean, this is like this is like old team ever since it came out in like 2009. So yeah, you know, at least at least 10, 10, 12 years of FIFA is it, is already at about over 500 quid. So that's just goes to show you about Ultimate Team in general, isn't it? If you two have done that, just imagine all the other people have done it as well. Mm. Yeah, I mean. I have kind of gotten better over the years. I think probably since maybe FIFA 18, I've put in like for each game like less than 100 quid. Because it's just it's like the initial rush, and then I'm like, what am I doing? I don't I don't play over team. Why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> why, why am I trying to get like a good squad when I don't even play it? So yeah, that's pretty bad. Probably GTA as well. I've I've done that. Oh, you've done some shark guards, have you? Yeah, a couple, a couple of megalodons, but not. Um, so it was when my first one was when they they brought out the the criminal 
Oh, the criminal enterprise thing. Yeah, that's when I was like, mm, okay, well, maybe I need something just to sort of kind of catch up to people. Because <laughs> I wasn't really playing GTA that all that much and wasn't making that much money, but I saw it, I was like, oh, really tempted. Yeah. And then I think the next time I did it was when they brought out the um, the ship, cruise mm-hmm. ship. I was like, okay, give me one of those. The yacht. The yacht, sorry, the massive yacht. But I've not, I've often not bought any since. I think, I think for 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 games with microtransactions, those are probably my two sort of biggest spenders. The most I've spent on just a, a single game, if I went down Nathan's route, it's probably difficult to know actually how much they valued because I know they released over a hundred pound each, but it was probably the collector's edition of Fallout Four. Oh, the Pit Boy one. Pit Boy, that was over a hundred pound. Think Batman Arkham Knight as well for the Xbox One it was close enough to that, as well as the Spider-Man edition for PS4. I think those have been my most expensive like single game purchases, but they are think, like special editions. <laughs> I think outside of like collectors ones, things where they came with, mm. I think, I think my probably my most expensive one might have been Red Dead 2 Ultimate Edition because that was just mm. the game. Mm. But they had like in-game bonuses. That was I think that was like 90, 90 quid, something like that. It was expensive. I think the, the main one was like 70 quid. Yeah, if, uh, if they did an ultimate edition, probably I mean, probably one of Call of Duty's, actually. Cause it, it, mm. uh, well, this one that just went by, I think, was about 100. But it came with like the Battle Pass as well, which is about 20, 20 itself. Yeah. So And, well, FIFA, the last FIFA, stupidly. Uh, mm-hmm. Many regrets now. <laughs> I swept up in the hype with that one, I think. Yeah, I'm going to have to blame a certain colleague. And he continues to- talking to me about all my team as well. I'm just like, go away, please. I don't. <laughs> well, don't go away, but like, stop pouring your money over me. <laughs> Tell me you've got all these like inform play. But yeah, it's probably about it for me. Many, many expensive mistakes. Yeah, mistakes were made from all of us. I think it's safe mm. to say. And I don't yeah. think we'll ever learn from them. <laughs> so there we have it that's the most money we've spent in video games so if you enjoyed listening to us please consider tuning in next time we release bi-weekly on Tuesdays you can visit our website at jokingdolphin.com where we post the Hall of Fame also feel free to follow us on all social media platforms to continue the conversation you can find Joking Dolphin on YouTube and Facebook as well as on Instagram and Twitter at Joking Dolphin until next time thanks for listening goodbye take care bye bye that's going to be cry now I think cry cry